Welcome to the Drink Local Podcast once again, everybody. I am William, and I am with... Misa. We are avid, longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones, and we aren't brewers. What we are is people just like you. Just some people who are really excited about craft beer. We've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years. Going to have to update that because I think it's been a little bit longer than that now. And during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's tourism, our culinary preferences, the types of activities we do for fun. Craft beer always plays a role, which has definitely become a bit of a problem in 2020, (laughs) which is why we're glad to be sending 2020 off with crowns and hops. Yep. Yeah, so we've uh, drank at least one crowns and hops beer on the pot. I believe just one. Yeah. It was the uh, BPLB. Mm-hmm. It was uh, episode 15. Yeah. And that was when they just had one beer. Now they have quite a yeah. solid rotation here. Mm-hmm. Um, we started off already with me pouring the wrong beer into the wrong glass. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's, uh, something that just happened, but you know, we'll get over it. I'm really hurting. Yeah. I'm, I'm really hurting about it. I'm like, man, really? I poured the wrong beer in the wrong, you know what? If somebody presents me the wrong beer in the wrong glass, I don't mind. But if I pour the wrong beer in right. the wrong glass, but, but uh, it's a know, crisis. This, this happened before we started recording, but I had the, the. I had lined up the beers and I had lined up the glasses, but I didn't match them. I just put them down. Like I wasn't yeah. uh, and if you putting, never said, making the connection. If you never said I put the that I poured it in the wrong glass, uh-huh. it would have never occur to me that I put it in the wrong glass. So that's why I'm doubly surprised <laughs> that I'm taking it so hard that I poured it in the wrong glass. Because at the end of the day, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Took taking it real hard, guys. You know? Well, can I uh Suppose so. Suppose Open so. this. Beer. We got beer to drink. Uh. So we got four. Four? Uh, beers. Crowns and Hops beer today. and So it's pretty exciting. Man, how are we going to get through four of these? I know. Oh, man. Well, luckily, we have a lot to talk about. We do. So today, just to give you guys a little rundown of what's going to be on the beer list, we're going to be drinking these Crowns and Hops beers and discussing the beers themselves. We've already talked about Crowns and Hops. So if you want to hear about them and learn about them, you should go back to episode 15 and check that out. Yeah. Uh, It's really good, fun times. I don't know if it's good. I don't remember. <laughs> but, I, mean, I think it's a good episode. It was it was representation in beer. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I, that, that was a fun episode. one. That was, was a, a good episode. That was a fun one. Yeah, um, and we're gonna talk about the uh, Los Angeles Clippers, but not in not a way that you think. Yeah, we're not we're not talking about the fifty point blowout. Wow. Um, we're not talking about that. We're gonna talk about. Well, um, we're gonna talk about my experience. At a Clippers game. Um, we're going to talk about Cobra Kai. We're really excited about oh, Cobra yeah. Kai. Because we're late. We're, we're always late. 
I am. Go here. I am. Take us in. I am always late to the party when it comes to a TV show on purpose because I don't like to get invested if I don't know there's going to be at least two or three seasons of a show. Right. You also need to know if it's like worth your time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, try, try, I try to get people's you know takes on it without getting too much information. So we'll get into all that. Yeah. We'll get into all that. We are going to do our New Year's resolutions. Oh, oh man. <laughs> That's going to be exciting. We're going to talk about Christmas, how that went. Um, you know, uh, Chanuka. Happy Chanuka. Happy Chanuka. <laughs> I don't know if anybody uh, gets that reference, but I'm sure everybody does. Um, it's uh, other than that, we're gonna do we're gonna talk about Christmas beers, and we're going to, of course, take questions. Um, I have a challenge that I'm going to be issuing myself <laughs> later on in the episode. I would love it if. Uh, Misa were to participate. I would love it if I think any, we need to do that episode. Any listeners are gonna participate. <laughs> well, I got I gotta get the beers. You yeah, know, you gotta, have to. So it's like we gotta make sure that we're able to yeah. have the beers. But yeah, we should talk we're gonna talk about what challenges and the challenge is, you know, the results and the challenge itself is forthcoming. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. We don't know what made us want to drink this week because it all did. Yeah. It all did. Okay. So this is all, this is a one big what made you want to drink episode. 2020 made us. Yeah. Want to 2020 drink. what made you want to drink. So let's cheers it up. Let's do it. All right. Cheers. Mm. So the one I had. Just now is the eight trill pills, which I think we mentioned. Um, we might have mentioned in that uh, episode fifteen or at some point. We because, mentioned it at some point, but I don't think this existed in episode fifteen. Yeah, because it was. <clears throat> yeah, I think we were talking about it because uh, I think uh, Brewdog, the Scottish um, brewery, like uh, came together with them. And did like a partnership. They did this beer with Brewdog to drive awareness around racial equity, as the name of the beer, Eight Trill Pills, denotes the staggering $8 trillion gain in GDP by closing the racial equity gap by 2050. So that's what this was about. I and love it. So, so recently they announced their uh, grant. So they had. A grant in I I think eight different uh, independent brewers breweries got it so it's on their website and it's also on their um, Instagram and everything so oh and there's even a website eight eight the number eight trill pills dot org so eight trill pills is dedicated to that situation. Yeah, that's the grant, and it was a... I see. Maybe that's why it has such a different design philosophy than other cans. Yeah. Because, it's, it's, it's separate and, from this. And they this. appear to have a Pilsner now that's separate from this. Right. But this Atrial Pils has been, you know, it's been uh, in stock mm-hmm. for a, a while. Yeah, yeah no, like, yeah, because when it first know, came out, rare. we thought, like, it was, like, limited. So we were like, yeah. oh, shit, we got to get it. And then we, we kept drinking it. 
because it was so good. Yeah. And so then we're like, whenever we see it again, we're like, oh, we got to save it for the pot. So we get like, so, like we bought it multiple times, yeah. but it's been there. So that's, that's yeah. good. And, and, uh, I guess the, it was a total of a hundred thousand dollars, the grant. So oh, wow. it's pretty awesome. Okay. So what's yeah. the next beer? Um, well, I don't know. What, what did you have? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do me. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm drinking is you guys know me. I'm drinking the IPA. I'm drinking the Crowns and Hops Elevated Cipher India Pale Ale, which is a fucking badass name. Yeah. I got to admit, the yeah. Cipher is elevated. Hell yeah, the Cipher elevated. What? <laughs> um, I'm going to read the side of the can. Something about the union of shared philosophies and rhythm create a vibe that cannot be duplicated. This can occur in a freestyle session with MCs, a business meeting with executives, or in a family conversation focused on building generational wealth. This elevated conversation is critical to our growth as a community. Let's always be about the elevated cipher. So before I get into this, mm -hmm. I can read, I swear. It's really hard to read the can. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have one of the useless degree one of the most useless degrees known to men. Wow. See, maybe I can't, I can't, I can't use it. I can't use English, anything, but English, <laughs> it's English, it's English, but I said known to men, which is not a thing. <laughs> so I don't know what else going on. Uh, but yeah, so it's useless, my degree, as you can see, and I didn't work very hard to get it as demonstrated here. So anyway, um, so talking about that can? side quote oh, on uh -huh. the can. Uh -huh. So my suspicions okay. about crowns and hops uh -huh. were confirmed okay. by that. And also, oh. you know, just reading the website in general, uh -huh. I love these beers. I've had, uh -huh. now that I've had this elevated cipher, I've had every one that I've good. seen. Uh -huh. Okay, you, including the ones that are forthcoming it's here. A, like a crisp yeah, it's, per, it, it's, it's perfect. really It's perfect. Fucking good. It's yeah. West Coast as hell. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, but I had a suspicion that they were uh on the internet they call them uh like on instagram they would be called rise and grind instagram okay i had oh, a really yeah i had a feeling that yeah that these that uh these were some very very uh capitalism inspired black entrepreneurs that we're dealing with here <laughs> you know that, uh, like, you Are know, you talking about LLC Twitter, is LLC Twitter, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, you're not rising, rising grind is more about the fitness, oh, it's more okay. on the fitness side oh, of, okay. of being, of being hyper driven. I mean, they really are, they always are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, totally, they're in the LLC, like, they're <laughs> like, there's the joke about, um, where LLC Twitter is always saying. Um, something like, would you rather just get $50,000 or get a book that tells you how to make $50,000? The difference is why you still broke. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Of course, like, yeah, I I'll take the 50. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. like, I don't want, like, don't, like, I'm not, I'm not a give a man a fish type yeah. dude. You know, just give me the fish. Well, I mean, I do think you're <laughs> correct in the sense that I think uh, the the two people 
um, yes. behind crowns and hops. Yes. They, I don't think they, you know, because breweries start different ways, and <laughs> and and you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, they were home brewers and they were brewing in their garage or whatever, like in their mom's kitchen or whatever the hell, you know. Um, but I think in their case, I don't think they were home brewers or anything. Right? They kind of, they, they met on a dating... Uh, they met on a dating site and started a business. That's yeah. how LLC they are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We, we talked about this whole, yeah. their whole situation, I think, on that episode. But it was like, we, we were finding out as we were like, uh, I think we were talking about it. So it was, it was pretty funny. But, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's very understand. I, I, I do... Get yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I'm like, you know what? Thank God they're brewing good ass beer. You know, like they, they're like like they're brewing beer. Know what's going on. They're brewing beer yeah. like people who are in it for the love of yes. the uh, craft. Yes. And not in it for a business. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, no. You know, yes, yeah. So they, they You can always are, tell with the beer what yeah, someone's exactly, really about. Exactly, exactly. Because I think they are they're legit very business driven people because yes. even before they even had a beer they had merch i mean know? it's a whole thing so, it's a whole thing with black people like, i mean so they were very like you know <laughs> conscious of like marketing yeah. and like the business side i could tell that they were very very conscious of um the business of it you know and, and they're still like building their uh brewery which you know i mean it got derailed obviously from like 2020 happening there was but, literally a guy on i mean all their beers have been solid there was literally a guy on tv the other day named booger who was getting who was getting yelled at because he was yelling at black athletes for being focused on building their brand and like look man this is what we do yeah. man like we're trying to like, Welcome like to we're 2020. Trying, yeah like we're trying to get on people are trying to get on okay like i mean not me i'm not trying to get on you know i mean <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I mean, you'd out be here. surprised. I'm We're just, out here, I'm just being out here like, doing a thing We're called drink, drink local. local. Yeah. That <laughs> whole speech at the beginning, like, you know, like how every episode, you you know, but we're. But don't worry. Behind the scenes, no drive, nothing going on. Nobody's nobody's making moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we're we drinking very, beers. We are very like. I mean, as you can tell, you know. Um, <laughs> We love it, and that's why we're able to yeah. keep it going. But like we, we, yeah, we just our drive we're just, is definitely. We're not, just bitterly hating on the people who met on dating sites and started a business because we uh, met offline and just started dating. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't take the next step. We didn't. We didn't create an empire. We're, no, we we're, didn't. we're not a power couple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, they're not even a couple. That's the thing. That's the beauty of it. Right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. They're like, you know what? Let's be friends, but let's fucking make a brewery. And they fucking did. Power buddies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. It, yeah. Yo. Let's get to the next beer because we're going to get excited. Because, yo, like, it's so, like, there's so much to talk about with Crowns and Hops. Like, it's so cool and so funny. It's so interesting. And their beer is like, so good. Like, it's it everything. Like, it's everything. Like, it's... it's... Okay, okay, wait. So... <laughs> we, we were so excited already. Sorry, sorry. So no, it's fine. Both of us. You mentioned the can, the eight trail pills, one being different, and it is. But the other three that we have is more consistent with uh, their other beers so they have the bplb which we had in episode 15 and so they have like a few variations of that 
and that can just says BPLB um, on it. And so the variations are like variations of that. But the other beers, including the three that we have, um, is pretty simple where they have their, I guess their logo, which is a, this golden crown that says crown, crowns and hops underneath mm. it. And it's like a color background. Um, but the color, uh, so the, the one, the elevated cipher one was this like deep green, but it has like subtle, like cursive writing. I don't know if this is actually writing cause I can't reach anything. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's just some bullshit writing that it's they like an all over pattern. Yeah, it looks like it's writing, you know. So they have like subtle uh, background patterns on like a solid color, you know. Yeah. Okay, so this next one is uh, crowns and axes, strawberry guava goes collaboration for change with Great Notion Brewery. Yeah, two, two, two good breweries. I mean, I can say that about crowns and hops now, but we know about Great Notion. Yep. Great Notion is a great brewery. And yeah, I, for me, I remember uh, drinking this beer, uh, I guess like a month, a couple months ago, um, during the NBA playoffs. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to, because I'm very superstitious when it comes to sports. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to drink this because it has a crown on it you know because of like lebron james you know what i mean you're hilarious calls himself king james uh, um, so i was just like yeah well the cool thing oh about this... and we were playing the nuggets sorry who have those axes that's why i don't know like i i, I vaguely logo. recall the, uh, the 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 whole axis thing but you know the good thing about the nuggets is that they're from denver colorado which was going to play into later on in the podcast yes uh, but, um, Great Notion mm-hmm. is from Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. So, we talked extensively about Portland, Oregon. We've we featured Great Notion brews mm-hmm. on this the Portland. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're fantastic. Yeah. They're really good beers. And I can say that this beer goes. It is really good. It, it is. is really just... Everything that they said it was going to be, uh-huh. that's what it is. You know? Strawberry, guava, ghost. Like, it's fantastic. You know? Like, I think that we underrate a guava juice in general as a society. Speak for yourself. I fucking love guava juice. That's a society. Why can't okay. I speak for society? Okay. I'm talking about, like, like you know. You know why? Because guava is not really something that's just available everywhere. It's a tropical fruit. I mean... But I like how it kind of has like a like a saltiness, like a sea salt. Well, it goes better. Yeah, you know. But I'm glad you brought that up, though, because that's a detail that I might not bring up. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I would expect, you know. Yeah. To get that salt finish. Yeah. It's great. That's so good. Yeah. And it's this like uh, it's a what do you call it? Opaque. Uh, pink-ish color. Flexing the uh, the art school on us right now. Why? Because I said opaque? Yes. What would you call this? <laughs> what would I call that? The opposite of clear. Cloudy. Cloudy? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could call it cloudy. Nah, opaque is, is way cooler. <laughs> That's way cooler. Like, I, I was what? just jealous. I was just, I was just jealous that I didn't have that word. 
English major. Right? You know? <laughs> yeah, I was very jealous, that's all. Alright, so this uh, fourth one is Urban Anomaly. Damn. American Stout. And this one has like a black uh, background, but it has like a map, I'm assuming, of like Inglewood. Or at least somewhere in L.A. That's what I'm assuming. Since that's where the brewery uh, is supposed to be in England. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, I was trying to figure out where they were brewing these. It might just be different breweries. Um, I'm assuming the Great Notion one was brewed at Great Notion. Because they don't have a, their brewery open yet. Mm. So. Let's get your opinion on this. I remember having this one, but I want to get your opinion on it. That's a smooth stout. A smooth stout. That's a smooth, smooth. ass stout. Mm-hmm. Smooth. Smooth ass stout. Mm. It's good. It's good. It kind of has like an. Six mm. percent. It's a. It's a. Um, I mean, very toasty stout. Good. It's solid. What is an oyster stout? Do you know what this is? Um, I don't know if they actually have oysters in it. No, I don't think it does. But I'm just wondering what it is because that's what I thought when I tasted that stout. Let's see. Oyster stout. They uh, Oyster stouts are dark, semi-sweet beers brewed using actual oyster shells. Shells. The beer judge certification program doesn't separate have a separate category consisting solely of oyster stouts, but puts it in the sweet stout section of dark British beers yeah, alongside milk stouts and cream sweet, stouts. So it's yeah. it's it's rather dry. Actually. Yeah, so clearly I'm just saying whatever, which is fine. Uh, this is this is actually not a sweet stout. It's pretty dry stout. So it's like it has like a um, the bitterness of the toasted, like, malts. You know I see, I, mean? I see. Um, of, of like a, yeah, like a burnt kind of a... I'm going to try this 8-trill for the first eight time. 8-trill fucking solid Pilsner is so good. Mm. They're all solid. No, it's just... So good. It's just like the BPLB. Yeah. Where it was like... It's what it needed to be. Yeah. You know? And yep. it's mm-hmm. definitely something that we needed mm-hmm. in L.A. Mm-hmm. to uh, have, you know, just some really, really solid examples yeah. of types of beers. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. like... We're I mean, talk, so far, like, they're nailing it. Because we're going to talk a little bit about El Segundo later. Okay. And... The reason why we're going to talk about them is because they're always brewing IPAs. Yeah. You know what? In it, fact, it, it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about it now. Okay. Let's just get out of the way. Okay. This is this is this is a freewheeling episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like I've only had a few sips, but I haven't eaten much, so I'm already feeling things. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. feeling good. Uh-huh. You know, luckily I am a happy drunk. Thank goodness, I've always been a happy drunk. Oh, so, me too. So I get to feel Jeez. good. I've been. Uh, I guess that's why we can do this yeah. together. I've been watching uh, a lot of Twitch lately, mm-hmm. and a few people have been drunk streaming 
for the end of the boy. year. Oh boy. A lot of them are pretty belligerent. It's hilarious. It's, yeah. But it's not hilarious. Because you know what? Like, after a while, with people getting belligerent, you don't want to hear it no more. Especially <laughs> if you're sober. That's the problem. Like, yeah. you you know, like, you have to be... You can't be sober watching somebody get drunk and be belligerent. It's just, you know, you're just like, yo. Yeah, but... um. So, so I hope you're all drinking for this episode. Yeah. Every... All of our episodes, we hope. You're Man, this is this has been a this has been a crazy year. If you still have taste and smell, you should be drinking. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you got that gift. Unless you don't drink, in which case, don't start. Um, yeah, no, not so. Else. El Segundo. Yes. I <laughs> have this feeling about El Segundo. Okay, <laughs> so every time I go into the liquor store, mm-hmm. there is a different El Segundo IPA there. There's a different one. Yeah. Um, they, in El Segundo, one thing that they really have going on with this particular series of IPAs they're doing mm-hmm. is that they have got a really cool, very simplified design philosophy mm-hmm. where they're like, they, they will like do like a stylized just uh, let's just say a sand-colored background, mm-hmm. and then a a beach chair, mm-hmm. something or a or an elevated chair like for a lifeguard. Yeah, or, I, I think it's or like a, a solid a like beach ocean horizon blue background, theme, right? Yeah, and a single boat. Yeah, in it. Yeah, or not even a boat, a uh, a windsurf board, uh-huh. or something. Right, just really cool stuff like really smart design mm-hmm. which um, is like really different yeah. from and it's kind of changed from their, from their old design philosophy which i thought was kind of garish a little bit much like when you think about like like i don't know if you're familiar with the broken skull ipa but this mm-hmm. is the uh el segundo stone cold steve austin for some reason collaboration <laughs> okay. um which by the way as an aside stone cold steve austin mm-hmm. surprisingly good politics <laughs> For someone who is just like, I'm a fucking redneck. Like that that's, that's his, his persona. That's his persona. Oh. He's like, I'm the illest redneck. Like he was basically like if you gave if you had a if, if you took a redneck mm-hmm. and then you infused all kinds of Tupac Shakur energy inside of it. <laughs> okay. It was like the, the realest redneck alive. Wow. <laughs> like, and so he would come out and he would double fist two like Michelob's or Coors or something, oh, right, right, and he would right, crush right. them yeah, yeah, and yeah, shotgun yeah. them both to his mouth yeah. after he stone cold stuttered you. This is after he whooped your ass. Um, so I was very surprised to find out that he uh, has very progressive views, but I guess you know what? At the end of the day, he's just a really, really talented, good actor slash stuntman, um, slash performer slash Shakespearean. To be clear, I have nothing but the utmost respect for wrestlers. <laughs> I don't want to get, I don't want to get up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, it's a, it's like, it's more emblematic of their past design philosophy. Really bad, oh. in my opinion. I just don't, I just don't like it. I mean, what I doing think that now this is a, lot is a series, though, so I don't think that it's like, oh, now they're doing this. Yeah, but they—I mean, their cans kind of uh, well, have have gone through different phases. I, I mean, feel like it's my opinion. You yeah. know, the graphic designer. Uh, sorry, 
Still, their beers, delicious. Like, that's my point. So, we're drinking these IPAs. Yeah. And I get them month after month, week after week, whatever. <laughs> that's and a I'm different like, name. And I'm like, damn, this IPA is good as hell. Yeah. This one is super good. Oh. This IPA is good. And I've had a few, and I know that they're different. But this is why I am doing the El Segundo Challenge. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, are they just recanning the same delicious IPA over and over again forever? <laughs> is that what's going on? And every time, I, it's just been long enough that I'm like, damn, this is a good-ass IPA. Every single time? Is that what's going on? And of course it's not. We know it's not. But that's just how I feel when I drink it. I'm like, this Time for a tasting. Time for a tasting. I am going to be accumulating El Segundo IPAs, different ones, over the course of the next, you know, maybe four, eight weeks or so. We'll see. You know, I got to get enough of them. And then I'm going to taste them side by side and see side by side by side by side how by different side. Yep. these IPAs are. Mm-hmm. Now, El Segundo, if you're listening, you're not. I know it. <laughs> this is not an insult against you. This is praise. Because what this is, is I'm going to buy a bunch of your beers. <laughs> so, like, that's what this is. I'm going to buy a bunch of your beers and talk about them to six people. One of them being my mother. Okay? So. I mean, I am looking at their website to see what kind of beers they have. And, I mean, they definitely have a lot of IPAs. They have non-IPA beers as well, shockingly. But they definitely have... uh, they are IPA specialists. Yeah, they are IPAs. They are IPA specialists. They really are. You know yes. what? Like, I respect that. They're just like, you know what? We fucking love IPAs, and you know what we're going to brew? IPAs. I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's funny. You know? I got a buddy online, uh-huh. and I didn't know this, mm-hmm. but um, apparently uh, he was exposed to the virus. Oh, shit. And... Um, you know, he had a pretty tough couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, but today, you know, he had mentioned it, said he's in recovery. Uh-huh. And um, so I told him, you know, like, I didn't know about this. Like, uh-huh. you know, uh, hope everything's okay. Yeah. And he said, it's all good, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking an El Segundo IPA. What are you having? Uh-huh. And so I told him, you know what? I'm doing this tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we actually happened to pick up. El Segundo. Uh-huh. So I'm going to have one for you uh-huh. so we can synergize. Okay. You know, and be together on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I bought one of the El Segundo, uh, what's it called? On the Horizon. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, I, I just tell that story just to illustrate, like, you know, I mean, great. it's in the air, like the El Segundo thing, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, yeah. Um, we're doing and it. also shout outs, you know, mm-hmm. like get better. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so the El Segundo challenge All right. is something that I would love for you to join in, Misa. 
I mean, if it's there, I'm gonna fucking drink it. You know me. Anybody who listens, I would love for you guys to join in. You know, give us your thoughts on El Segundo. If, if it's available to yeah, you. Yeah, if you have it, you know. I don't know how I don't know how good they are. Stage. Yeah, but they're yeah, everywhere I mean, here. it did seem... Okay, so it's funny because on their website, they have a whole, you know, uh, their, their menu items mm-hmm. at the top. And one of them is Broken Skull IPA. It's like its own thing. Yeah. Um, and that definitely is available outside over, yeah. of... California, so it's 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 pretty widely available, um, but the other ones I don't I honestly don't know. Like we we actually went to El Segundo way back in the day, and I feel like at the time you were kind of like mm, about about them. They didn't but seem as focused as they had become. They, I mean, this was literally like really earlier on. So, I mean, I would love to go with her again. You know, once we we can absolutely one hundred percent. 100 100 percent but yeah so you know um anybody who wants to you know give us their thoughts if they've had el segundo ipas mm-hmm. we love we love to hear mm-hmm. from you what guys what is your favorite yeah. el segundo yeah yeah, yeah. if we you have a favorite i would be, i would be very impressed that you can like, I, like yeah. pinpoint one yeah. and be like yeah. this one you though. have a magical tongue <laughs> um of all the el segundo ipas this one fucking takes the cake i will tell you tell that after I came to the conclusion mm-hmm. that I was just drinking the same beer over and over again. <laughs> I got an El Segundo IPA, mm-hmm. and the color was way different from the one <laughs> that I had to drink. I You're was like, like God damn a it. minute. Yeah. They're fucking with us. Yeah. I was like, they're on to me. They know. The deep state. You know, this lineup that we have right now. Godlike. It is. It really, <laughs> yes. it really is because it, we got everything. We got yeah. the IPA. We got the ghost, we got the, the stout, and we got the, the pills. We, so this is a celebration of style, a celebration this of is, It is. This it is, is how you end the year. Yep. Okay. This is it. We, we got the whole sh- smorgasbord. Am I saying that wrong? No. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of word. It has a lot of schmuh in it. There's a lot of schmuh. Is it smorgasbord or is it smorgasbord? I feel like it's smorgasbord, okay. but I feel like if you say smorgasbord, nobody's going to jump down your throat about it. Okay. Uh, what I want to move on to yes, as please. we continue to drink these beers is that time that my last time it as a devout Lakers time. fan mm-hmm. going to a Los Angeles Clippers game. Yes. The circumstances surrounding this are that my parents uh, had partial season tickets right for the clippers and occasionally for few, they for a few seasons yeah for yeah. a few seasons they don't anymore occasionally yeah. they could not uh yeah they, they uh let them go right before Kawhi got there yeah but which we were like that's dumb but then the pandemic happened right and we were like, well, so no no they yeah no they were <laughs> but yeah, yeah no but um i was like you rest a lot so you know but uh you know, sometimes they couldn't sell the tickets. Yes. So we would uh, get a hold of them. Yes. And we love basketball. Yeah. So we're going to go watch the games mm-hmm. for the other teams. <laughs> yeah, I don't Do you even remember who, who they were playing? That night? No, I don't. Yeah. But uh, this was, what, three years ago? Two years ago? I feel, I, I don't know, more than two, I want to say. Okay. So that's the kind of the background of it that my parents, you know, got us these tickets. Mm-hmm. And the, the the seats are so you know their seats at that point 
uh, I think it started out uh, maybe on the second. Yeah, the longer you level. hold tickets, the closer you get over time. Right, they they'll give you dibs on any op seats that open up that are better, you know. So at this point, they were um, on level one, um, behind the basket. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. On the uh, home like side. Not quite floor, but, but pretty, pretty good. close. Pretty yeah. Good. Pretty like, close. Yeah. Okay. So. They were like, you know, physical paper tickets and because I think they give you like a booklet or something, you know, if you're a season, book, season ticket holder. And so I had the tickets and so we got there and so on the bottom of these tickets is the part where you can tear off that has the barcode. And I think I wasn't like really aware of it. And so the, so that part that you tear off had gotten loose um, because it got bent and all this. And so as we were entering the arena and getting the tickets checked, I realized on one of the tickets, the, the bottom half that they need to scan had fallen off. And so we were like, oh shit. So we had to like look for it. So we finally find the uh, the part that fell off and they scan us and we're like good to go and whatever. At this point, William was already just like, like ready to leave. And I was like, no, 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 hold on. Like he's calling yeah. his mom. I was mad at the ticket, at the <laughs> ticket door when it said I couldn't get in when I had 98% <laughs> of the ticket. Look, I know, man. but they're like, this is the part that you, you don't have the part that we can So like, if I got 98% ticket, I can't get they're in. But if I'm that. missing that 2%, I can't get in. They need but scan. what if I only got that 2%? Do I need the other 98%? Probably not, actually. You know? Fuck that! I don't know, though, because they might want to, like, tear it. Because, I don't know. I feel like they probably don't tear tickets at this point. Also, the person I'm with has a whole ticket. Right. What I'm trying to do. Right. Let right. me in. Right. But, you know, I mean, I get it. They can't. They don't have the. These people don't have the authority to make those kinds of decisions. I know. I, I this, know. Okay? I know that they don't have the authority. And, I, 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 that's why I am not mad at them. Yeah. So, so you, like, stepped outside to, like, call your mom to see if she can, like, email you, like, a digital ticket or whatever, and I'm just over here, like, trying to look, and we found it. On We're the like, ground. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, we found it, we found it. And so we found it. In downtown it. L.A. Yeah, yeah. So we find find it. I mean, not, like, I mean, you, you, you say downtown L.A., like, we are in, like, da like this is, like, it's still yep. in Staples You're, Center, okay? Literally, she got peed on. As soon as she, as soon as she, as soon as she knew, no, she it was, it's down. still in the inside part of the arena, okay? It wasn't on the streets, okay? And so we find it, and then, and we finally make it over to our seats. And as soon as we walk to our seats, and we barely, our butts barely touch the seat. And at that moment, Montrez Harrell, who actually now plays for the Lakers, starting the season. Love that guy. Yeah. Now we <laughs> love him, okay? But he is somebody that William calls uh, the loudest guy like he like play he plays loud right yeah, yeah. so he's this big guy well he's actually undersized yeah like he might play. get like 10, 10 and 4 on a night but <laughs> it'll feel like he scored a thousand and four hundred because yeah. he will dunk and be like bah! like 
so fucking loud, right? So as soon as barely our, our asses are touching the seats, he fucking dunks right where we're facing because the basket is right in front of us. Fucking dunks and the whole place erupts and everybody stands up because this is like kind of the end of the first quarter anyway, I think. They stand up and they fucking erupt. Fucking standing ovation as soon as we, for the Clippers, as soon as we fucking get there and William is like, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> Listen, it was a bad time for the Lakers. It wasn't It was a bad time. time. It was okay? a bad time. And it was a, it, it was, looked it, yeah. more optimistic for the Clippers at the time. Yes. So I was already like, I was already You're hating. Like, like, salty about I it. I tried to be above it and right, act right, like, right. like my... Like my bit as a yeah. Lakers fan yeah. is to act like it's to ignore the Clippers. <laughs> it's to act like I like how you're like it's my bit. You know, um, but I was hurting, dog. It was hurting me, dog. Nah. No, because you already <laughs> were ready to give up when uh, the ticket watching this broke. game. When the ticket broke, yeah, I was ready to go. And home. so, like, you were. I feel like you were like you're fucking lucky. Not me, just everybody, the world. You were like, you're fucking lucky that I even fucking came through, okay, <laughs> after that, that the, the 2% of the ticket we fucking lost wasn't gonna get us in, you know? And you were just like, you're fucking lucky I'm even here, and this is how you fucking welcome me? I am out! Listen, to be clear, I was not like, we're leaving. I'm not that guy. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. I like, am I'm going done. to take the train home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which because, is what I did. Yeah. And she stayed and watched the game, yeah. had some beers, had a great time, yeah, she said. I was like, as soon as the, the eruption happened, I was like, oh, fuck. Because I fucking knew. I was like, ah, oh, this, this is not good. He's leaving. You're like, he's leaving. He's leaving. I was like, uh, I, didn't, I wasn't like in my mind concrete that you were going to leave, but I was like, ah, oh, it's not good. I was like, uh, it's fucking awkward. I wish he didn't just fucking do that right now. Their success pained me so thoroughly yes. in that moment but listen this is the part of the story yeah. that you didn't find out until years later because oh. i kept it like secret okay you probably forgot about it i, I think i did okay now so something else happened mm -hmm. that night that i kept a secret because it was so viscerally upsetting for me <laughs> okay that i could not even talk about it, and I was embarrassed okay. that it happened to me. Mm. I was going, I was depressed, man. Mm -hmm. I was not, I had no idea of what was to come, that there was a 2020 on the horizon, and that, like, that the I Lakers were actually win the championship in, in, no, in 2020 that, no, of no, all no, that, no, that there would be a year that sucks so bad that right. you have justification to be right. depressed. I was, like, depressed on my own shit, right. you know? Right. So... The boy, he wasn't looking great, you know. Like the kid, his oh, hair, his hair was not where it should be. Hair, you know, in in the black community, like you can't you can't go out with the back of your hair like not lined up because people are gonna talk about you. And I got into there, and I swear, look, this was like before all the uh, George Floyd stuff. There was uh, just uh, <laughs> tons of other black people getting killed. Mm -hmm. So, so um, 
this was during a time when that was a real hot topic. Uh-huh. You know, it was around the time when All Right from Kendrick Lamar came out. Oh, like, okay. it was like a big situation, mm-hmm. like, in the community. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I got in there, this black dude saw the back of my hair and was like, damn, boy, your hair fucked up. And I was just like, oh, I was like. Which right, I didn't hear at all. I mean, yeah, you, you didn't hear yeah. it, but I heard it. And I didn't look back, but I was just like, right now. I was like, we're supposed to be like together right now. Like you like like you're supposed to be like uplifting me right now. And I couldn't believe it. And I was like, and so my mind went to a place it shouldn't have gone. I was like, this is the fault of Clippers culture. I said, like, this is Clippers culture. This is this is Clippers toxicity. This is uh, so then I was mad. So then I got to my seat, hurt. Oh, okay. On so some black shit. Already had, they, that, that was already the second yeah. punch that I didn't and realize he had ever seen. He dunked so hard yeah. that all of my enemies were happy. And that's when I was like, yo, I'm done. I cannot be here. Yeah. I can't be here. Right, right. Yeah. And, and God, it's so embarrassing. Like, I took the whole, like, I walked a mile to the train. I was mad for a mile. I got on the train, still mad. I remember, I remember bashing into the turnstile. Bah! Like, they bashed into the turnstile. Police looked at me like, that. you had a badass day, dog. Like, you know, you know how bad it is when the police are like, not going to make your day worse. Yeah, not today, I guess. Yeah, that's what it was. I got on the train. I walked another mile home, slammed the damn door, and went to sleep. Went to sleep. Yo, I don't even know why I'm telling this story. I'm so embarrassed that was I mean, meanwhile, (laughs) I was like, Did you have a hot dog? Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, uh, I'm going to stay. And you were like, that's fine. I was like, okay. Okay, because I'm here. This, I planned this to be my night, so yeah, I'm gonna nah, fucking do this. I didn't want to. I didn't want to see you anyway after that. I couldn't believe. Oh. I couldn't believe this. Like, so I was like, you know what? Let me enjoy myself. So I was like, I'm gonna fucking get a beer. I'm gonna get a. I, I guess I got a hot dog. I don't know. Probably. I was like, I'm gonna get some food. I'm gonna get some beer, and I had a great night. You know? Yeah. You know? I enjoyed it. I sat there when the Clippers did something good. I just fucking sat there with my arms folded. You know? That was the... That's hilarious. That was the last time I went to a Clippers game. It was, because you were like, never again. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to go again, you know? (laughs) I think that, like, you know, for years and years... I think you declared this to your parents, so they never offered it again. For years and years, I was a Lakers fan mm-hmm. who felt like I can go to Clippers games mm-hmm. because it's not the same league. Wow. <laughs> like I did. I'm watching a different thing. Wow. Like here I am. Like this is like when I go to um what do you call it? Uh like the South Bay League. The Drew League. The you Drew know league. Yeah, yeah, like a Drew League or like a big three game. Like this is gonna be cool. You know, this will be a cool experience that's basketball adjacent. You wow. know? But 
they got too good, and I got and, I, and at that point I was very upset. So that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should say uh, all respect to the Clippers because I hate it so hard. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> anyway, um, it's fine. So, what did we do for Christmas? I mean, I don't. When you said we're going to talk about Christmas, I was like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" Because we do a goddamn thing. Yeah, I was like, "I don't remember." Nothing. We didn't do anything. I don't remember anything. We didn't do anything. We picked up some food from my parents. Yes. You know, uh, we ate it. We ate it, and we went to sleep. That was pretty much what we did. Um, I really don't remember doing anything. But we did drink some Christmas beers over the holiday. We did, and you know, I. Like was really weirded out this year uh-huh. by the Christmas beers because a lot of them, at least over here on the West Coast, from yeah. the West Coast breweries, yeah. it was just hazy IPAs. It was hazy and, and just double dry hopped hazy. It was like they were okay, just all IPAs for some reason. Okay, like yeah, Almanac, aka Almanac. Uh-huh. They hit us with the uh, uh, they had a hit with a couple of Christmas beers mm-hmm. and they were both double dry hopped. Uh, at least one of them was hazy, but they were both IPAs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we got one from this brewery. I cannot remember what the brewery was oh, called yeah. right now. But that but one actually wasn't. It yeah, it was a stout. Yeah, it's like a peppermint. Yeah. Chocolate. And stout. I don't remember the name of the brewery, but the beer was called Pastriarchy, which <laughs> I was like. Okay, first of all, Misa bought that beer. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to buy a beer called Patriarchy. And not because of the Patriarchy, which I also am not a fan of, but because of the pun. The pun was so egregious that I was like, hell to the no. Man, that beer was good. It was you know, a, it was an 8.5% uh some kind of stout, mm-hmm. and it was really, really the best Christmas beer that I had had. You know what's funny? The whole time, all the other ones did not feel Christmassy. When I when I drink Christmas beer, yeah, I'm looking for a winter warmer. Yes, I'm looking for something that is a little bit darker, a little bit sweeter, a little less of a thirst quencher than what I want during other seasons. Right. The reason I got that was because we had this conversation about uh, the patriarchy. No, okay. about <laughs> about all Christmas beers being IPAs, and then when I went to a different place and looked at the beers there, they had that, and they had like a few other beers that were not IPAs that were Christmas beers, and I landed on that. So it, this one was by Duclaw. Brewing company. Ah, Duclaw. Duclaw. <laughs> um, but it's funny because when I looked up pastryarchy, there were several different beers. Of course there were. I'm not surprised. But even Duclaw makes several different pastryarchy beers based on different pastries. Like the one we had was a like a peppermint. Cocoa, I want to say. So, patriarchy is a lifestyle. They have one that's 
pecan pie. That Whoa! Can, yeah, they have all kinds I of... I want uh, that. I guess that's more like a, a Thanksgiving one? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Trying to find out where Duclaw is from. Yeah, like, you know, I'm not surprised that there are a bunch of beers from a bunch of places called Patriarchy mm -hmm. because it's easy. Um, it, uh, But it reminds me of... Maryland. When, for some reason, a bunch of people could not stop naming their beer Hopzilla. <laughs> and... Unfortunately, you know who heard about it? Toho. Toho? Yeah, the the uh, the company really? that owns Godzilla. They're mad about it? Yeah. Wow. And they said, everybody stop. No Zillas. No more, yeah, no more Hopzillas. And they had to stop. And I'm like, that's fucked up because that was a simple pun that actually ruled. Like, that one was cool. Hopzilla. Yeah. Now... Luckily, Hasbro has not come after everyone who's doing Optimus Prime. You know, it, it is funny with beer names. There's definitely because there are some that everyone does for some reason. Yes, because the brewery, uh, the beer craft beer world loves puns. Yes. You know, you know who else? And they're also drunk. So if yes. you think of a pun when you're drunk. Somebody like, already thought of it. I'm George Carlin. Right. You know, I'm a genius. But it's like, no, there's like five other beers with the same <laughs> name, bro. Uh, but, you know, it's funny uh, because uh, in fantasy, I don't know if this is also the same, the case with fantasy, like football. Mm -hmm. But in fantasy basketball, a lot of people, uh, their team names will be puns on like basketball players yeah. or basketball or whatever you know so it's just like one of those things where it's just like people just fucking want to just do puns yeah they'll never stop yeah so yeah patriarchy it was good it was it was very christmassy one thing that you learn about when you see all of these themed beers in uh -huh. the craft beer community uh-huh is you really learn about how much marketing is just really driving what people are doing and seasonal marketing uh -huh. is such oh, yeah. a profound example of yes. that. It just seems it just seems weird when you're looking at it through the lens of this is just beer, man. Right. You know? And you're like, ah, I gotta get the I gotta get the seasoned beer. I gotta get you know, I gotta get the you know not not, not seasoned, but like the, the holiday beer. Like not like like seasonal is one thing. There are beer seasons, to be clear. Right. Right. But you know who was doing, but you're talking, you know, their seasons as in like what kind of beers people tend to want to drink right. in the summertime, you know, just guzzler type mm -hmm. things versus winter warmer type things, right? Yes. But like, you know who was doing the whole seasonal like beer marketing wise was Japan. Well, Japan loves that kind of stuff. Japan loves that kind of stuff, and Japan loves seasons. So they would like be like, "Oh, it's a Kirin, but it's a fucking autumn flavor." And I have no fucking idea what's any different about it. But they're like, they'll do the can, and it's a Kirin. It's not like you know, it's not a craft beer or anything. It's Kirin, but they'll have like uh, Japanese maples on the fucking cans, and and it'll say autumn flavor, and we're like, "Fuck, yes." Yes, finally, autumn, you know? So they, they 
have done that kind of stuff. So, you know, I mean, it works. It works, you know. And I don't know. They they should start like a new because we got a fest, festival, right? Like a what do you call it? Festivier, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, Festivus. No. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Or we could say air our grievances. Oktoberfest type beer, you know. And then you got like the Christmas beers, you know. So I feel like you got to start doing more like um I feel like uh what do you call it? St. Patrick's Day beers should be more of a thing mm-hmm. for craft craft breweries. I agree. I feel like they should start because you don't really, at least you don't. No really, one's doing that. Yeah, we don't haven't seen it canned. I remember we I went to a uh, Three Weavers for um, St. Patrick's Day one time, and they had like a gold. Uh, they had this beer that was like all the beers they had on tap were like. Uh, themed kind of and one of them that I got had these like golden little things and it was awesome you know but I don't think they ever canned it so you know that's a thing that they could do giving you ideas brewers <laughs> that's a thing they can do yeah. hilarious so do it now the last seasonal thing I want to talk about before we get into the thing yeah. that we really want to talk about today uh-huh. which is Cobra Kai uh-huh. <laughs> uh <laughs> We, uh, is, I want to know mm-hmm. about New Year's resolutions. Oh, okay. Like, I have always been a New Year's resolution guy. I know you Um, but it's because I'm a guy, like, I have ADHD, so, like, I kind of, I'm just not fit for the way the world is structured. Mm-hmm. That's how I like to put it. Yeah. Um... That's how I rationalize it so I can survive every day. Uh-huh. Um, uh, um, I look for any reason to make a declaration Do a that I'm going to turn everything around today. Right, right. You know, I look for anything. So I love a New Year's resolution, yes. you know. And my resolutions are, uh, you know, usually like, you know, pretty grandiose, I won't lie, or pretty like comprehensive. Like there was one time that... Um, I made us write and frame a whole contract. Yeah. Which we did not live up to. I don't even know what it said. I got it right here. Frame. I know you do. I know you do. Um, this was years ago. This was years ago. This was years ago. <laughs> this, this was back when I still thought I was a capitalist. That's how long ago this was. Um, so, um, anyway. Uh, so, I have New Year's resolutions. Okay. Do Let's you have it? Okay, I'll yes. start. I'll start. Go ahead. Well, okay, so my resolution is the most basic ever. Okay. Uh, this time around. And never, it's rarely this basic, uh-huh. you know? Like, this might be a part of my resolutions, uh-huh. but it's never this basic. But what had happened was, okay. for the first time, I sat down in a chair and I felt my butt cheeks fighting for space. <laughs> and. I am just not used to that feeling of, wow, like, there is, my butt cheeks are, like... Excess butt cheeks? Are, yeah. <laughs> Excess butt, yeah. Like, like, they're in a competition here, you know? They're like, no, I... Yeah. No, me. Yeah. Yeah. The left and the right fighting so, for space. I can't have that. Okay. So, um, because, so basically, as a result of 2020 and my laziness... Um, I have simultaneously, 
Well, I have simultaneously lost butt and gained butt. Okay. So I've lost butt in the high part where you want to have butt, and I've gained butt in the low part where you don't want to have butt, the dumpy part. Right. So uh, that's got to go, man. No more pancake butt. (laughs) I got to get, I got to, I I, I got to get that excess butt cheek off of me. I see. So that's, so my New Year's resolution is essentially the uh, classic better butts exercise. Okay. Just exercise. I'm not gonna. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. With the focus on butt. My exercise is always focused on butt. <laughs> you know, like a butt. Like you, you got. You, you gotta have. A nice I mean, butt. the butt is like in the middle of your body. So <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's gotta mean. Something. And it's in the back, so you never know who's looking at it when your guard is down. That's true. Butt gotta be right. You know. If you ever want to sit down, your butt has to. You know. Yeah. Be there for you. Yeah. So, definitely uh, feeling that feeling. Yeah. Of competitive butt cheeks. Uh, I uh, I gotta I got I gotta, I gotta fix it, man. It's gotten out of control. That's good. That's good. You. Okay. So for me, I was thinking this earlier. So for this drink local, when whenever we do a pod and we had the beers, I take a picture of the beers together. And, you know, I mean, it's been pretty bland, the photos. It's just three or four or however many beers just there. And I take a picture of it. My New Year's resolution for Drink Local is to have a better produced photo for these photos, these beer can photos. I I want to have props. I want to have a, a I want to have a situation. There was like an account that I followed on Instagram where they are taking really cool. I think it's a couple too, actually. Taking They're really nice beer photo shoots. Yeah, yeah. You um, can do that. Taking pictures of their beers and it's like really stuff. But I I mean I think there might be a photographer, whatever you know. So. I want to be able to do that. You know, it's going to take some work, okay? Just because... Some work? Well, just because the calendar turns 2021, I don't want the expectation to be like, ooh, wow, now now their photos are banging. Like, I don't... You know, like, it's not going to be that quick. I'm going to have to get shit. Um, whatever, you know? But I want to work on it. It's a work in progress. But I, it is something that I want to work on, do better uh, beer photos. I am stunned at your resolution. Why? I didn't expect that to be the resolution. That your I've, resolution been, I've been feeling this way for a while. That your resolution yeah. was to make your beers into better influencers. Um, yes, 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 basically. I... I'm shocked by that, but I was also, the reason why I tried to interject earlier uh-huh. is because I was just stunned by your jazz hands as you, <laughs> my jazz hands, yeah, as you expressed yeah. the beer that you were going to take photos of. It was amazing. You look like that picture of Will Smith on the uh, red carpet where he's just like, ah, he's just, he's just pointing out someone else. He's like, look at this person. Don't look at me. Look at this person over here who is less of a celebrity than me, but I want to bring shine to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible. Um, 
So that's what I want to do. All right. Well, we got all that bullshit out of the way. <laughs> now, let's talk about Cobra Kai. Because Cobra Kai Season 3 is coming on Friday. This Friday, okay. okay? So even though we are late, we are also on time. We are. Because we are talking about this right when it is about to be a thing. Yep. So, yep. Cobra Kai. Yep. It is the uh, episodic sequel, uh -huh. essentially, uh -huh. or continuation uh -huh. of the Karate Kid story. Yes. Okay. When best kid in Japan. Yes. Okay. Um, a lot of people our age, I think this was one of the most iconic things yeah. in our lives. For me, 100%, because I'm from LA, and it took place in the valley. valley right. In the valley. I like, mean, I feel like 80s valley, that was like a whole thing. Yeah, and, and you know what else was a whole thing? What? Karate. It really was big in LA. When I was a kid, there was, was always karate gyms. Uh, in the way that it hit right. LA, okay, it was like martial arts was LA, San Francisco, and Seattle, mostly because of Bruce Lee. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. That's where martial arts was really popping on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. On the East Coast, it was going in different places. It was like New York, Florida, shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, but yeah, martial arts was like really big. I remember there was always a dojo somewhere mm -hmm. with that font. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what else to call it, but that font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That font that we can't use anymore. Problematic Asian font. <laughs> we all know this. Teriyaki, let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> that font that says takeout. Kung Pao Chicken, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, so it was a big deal. And this movie series made it a bigger deal. But Daniel LaRusso mm -hmm. and Mr. Miyagi, uh -huh. they were so perfect. Uh -huh. Like as 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 emblems okay. for a period of time. Okay. You know? Uh -huh. Like, Mr. Miyagi's iconic. Uh -huh. You know? But, like, just a little skinny, like, little cute boy. Mm -hmm. You know? Ben like, Hassan. Yeah, like, that was, like, that was, like, the hotness. Yeah. You know, back then, you know? And this, I mean, it spawned so much. It spawned so many things that they did a karate kid that was all about kung fu for some reason. Right. It was not karate. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I didn't I didn't feel comfortable about that. I didn't like it. I watched that one. Um I did watch the next karate kid. Anyway though, we get into Cobra Kai. Yeah. So Cobra Kai is 30 plus years later. Go ahead. Oh, I just wanna say that I, on the contrary, never watched Karate Kid. That's ludicrous. <laughs> Um, That's absurd. When, when did it come out? Do you know? 1984. 1984. Okay, so I was still in Japan at the time. Oh, you were? Yeah. 
Um, and then I came out to, to the Bay Area, uh, but I just fucking, uh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Wow. And I never watched it, and still never watched it. You didn't and see one, two, or three. One, two, or three, but I watched the one with the fucking, uh... So you missed I the next Karate Kid as well. You missed, which was I missed four. all of it. And then you I saw watched, five. I watched, uh, the... The, J- the Jaden Smith one. Yes, the Jaden Smith, the Jackie Chan Kung Fu one. Right. So... Which was, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I never saw that one. Yeah. Um, I think I watched it on the other point. Now, as big of a fan of, as I am of Jaden Smith, I never saw it. Uh, now, Cobra Kai is such, in my opinion, like it's such a perfect show. Yeah. Like they, like totally, mm-hmm. like they nailed everything mm-hmm. so hard, and it's like very tongue in cheek and funny. Yeah, you know, like they're like like it's it's uh the you know it's very hard, I think, for writers. To find the balance yeah, of writing yeah. a story and no, also so being true. in on it and not being too self-serious, but still being serious enough to uh, create drama that is meaningful. Right. I think. I mean. I think the writers did that, but also the actors yeah. definitely. Uh, they brought new. They like, brought they a knew tone exactly to it. Exactly yeah. where it needed to land, and they fucking stuck the landing. But like. You're right about the balance. It's so meticulously fucking balanced, which is also a theme. It is in uh, Cobra Kai. So it is the story of or Danielson. Johnny, I forgot his last name right now. Lawrence. Thank you, Johnny Lawrence. Sensei Lawrence, who was the bully. Yes. In the Karate Kid, mm-hmm. who was just terrorizing mm-hmm. Daniel Larusso mm-hmm. because Daniel Larusso he felt that he stole that that Daniel Larusso stole his girl, mm-hmm. and then is that how it started? Yeah, and then oh. he started beating him up with evil karate, right? Um, and Mr. Miyagi represented good karate, right? Um, and I say evil and good karate because there's you know philosophies right. behind you know the way people Which are trained right. it's yeah. a very fundamental thing that we really have to consider here because everything is karate in my opinion everything is like that mm-hmm. everything is you can teach this side of the coin right. or that side of right. the coin mm-hmm. you know um and Johnny Lawrence is tr- is a man who has been broken yeah. by being taught the evil way right. of doing things. Right. Which he didn't know any better. Strike hard, strike first, no, no mercy. mercy. You know? Right. Um, and Daniel LaRusso was taught Miyagi-Do. Right. Which is, so. martial arts is about self-defense mm-hmm. and defending others. Mm-hmm. You know? It is not a tool of combat. Right. You know? Um, it's a tool of finding balance right. within yourself, mm-hmm. you know. And these are two philosophies like that are, um, I think, are super important. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the uh, cornerstones of the show mm-hmm. are come from such a fundamental place that I think is yeah. super important. And I and I do like 
when I see shit like that, it is cornball as fuck. But at the same time, it is, it is like, yo, it is something that we have lost, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. too many of us are so lost that we don't even understand, like, that, like, we only understand opposition. We don't understand, mm-hmm. wait, is our ideology poisonous? Right, is our right. ideology poisoning, is my ideology that I subscribe to mm-hmm. poisoning me? You know, and that's a question that we, as a people, as individuals around the world, we need mm-hmm. to be asking ourselves, mm-hmm. is my ideology poisoning me? You know, you know, and then others around us as a result. Right. Like, that's really interesting because today I was looking at, like, this conversation on Twitter um, between these people who are, like... Lakers, like, bloggers and whatever. Uh-huh. Completely, like, you know. But they were, like, talking about politics and basically kind of talking about how uh, with social media, it's so easy to surround yourself with people that agree with your point of view. You know what I mean? And how then you become so insulated, you know? So I feel like that's kind of related to what you're saying about how you know, you're not, you, if you feel like you're right, and, you know, of course you're going to think you're right because you, if you have a philosophy, and, you know, if you're an, an unsure yeah. person, that's one thing. But The combination of a self-fulfilling prophecy and worldview means that how you view things will feed into itself. Right, and, and right. And create confirmation. Right, and you're thinking that this is, this is the way and this is the only way, and then you find, and it's so easy nowadays to surround yourself to prove that you know which is like i mean you 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 proved it but it doesn't mean that it's right you know what i mean because you you're picking and choosing i do think that there's an element of that mm-hmm. social media uh-huh. because we do create echo chambers for mm-hmm. ourselves but i think that like with something like twitter for example mm-hmm. there's always the opportunity mm-hmm. for someone to come in and comment right with with a, a, a different worldview that may be able to reach you. Whereas I think that with television, it's much more dangerous because you just have a curated echo way. chamber right, right. Uh, by like... some corporation or guy or right. whatever, right. and there's never any opposition at all. There's no engagement. It's just a feed. Like, right. I mean, there might be on engagement, the social media engagement, side, at but... least Engagement at least forces some level of critical thought. But just being fed information mm-hmm. does not. You know, and so that's why I think that, like, you know, even though there are echo chambers on social media, social media is still a better alternative Mm -hmm. than uh, passively consuming television. Yeah. But let's not get too far off the topic. Um, The whole thing is, so with Johnny Lawrence, Uh this is a man who has been consumed by his demons for 30 years. Yeah. You know, and he is just now trying to conquer his demons. Right. And with Daniel LaRusso, who is also one of the main characters in the show, mm-hmm. like, he is somebody who has been able to uh, escape his demons. I won't say conquer them, but he was able to separate himself from them to an extent. And now, when those demons start rushing back, mm-hmm. he is now struggling with, is he being conquered by his demons? Because, because accidents of fate keep on occurring Mm-hmm. that retie these men's lives together right, right. and also the children that they 
come to mentor right over time yeah and yeah the, you know all like so b- before i hand it off to you uh-huh one thing that was said in one of the most recent episodes uh-huh. was um you know johnny lawrence mm-hmm. you know he eventually you know he is the protagonist of the show mm-hmm. he eventually you know demonstrates growth mm-hmm. through his struggle mm-hmm. he still struggles mm-hmm. um but he talks about the uh lettering on the wall Mm -hmm. strike Mm -hmm. first strike hard Mm -hmm. no mercy and Mm -hmm. he says this is black text on a white wall Mm -hmm. but the world is not black and white Mm -hmm. um the world is gray Mm -hmm. and the new cobra kai Mm -hmm. we want to be able to operate in the gray so there are times when you do have to show mercy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um in in favor of honor, I think in favor of honor, yeah. right, right, and so um, you see this growth being demonstrated through him, mm-hmm. but the poison has already infected his students, and there, and right. that's the whole other drama because right. now it's, between it has the students, own, yeah. there's becoming like a Reseda gang war between these two. <laughs> it really, yeah, between these two, yeah, yeah, small town karate dojos. Yeah, and it's funny how, like, at some point when we were watching the show, you were talking about how the valley is so small. It's so big. It's huge. Yeah. But it's also so small. Yeah. You know? And, like... It's literally its own enclave. Like, it's its own thing. It really is. And, and like, so as somebody who didn't watch Karate Kid, I like, I need to watch it, okay? At this point, I need to watch it. Because throughout the show, I'm like, oh, this must be some sort of throwback to some shit that was happening in the movie. Yeah, and it always is. You know, you can tell. And um, I love the way they are able to, like, incorporate the 80s. Yes, of it it's all. so 80s. It's so perfect. It, like, it's, like, mo- it's current day. The music. The music, but not just the music. They always I mean, the end up in situations easy. that 80s-ness comes out. Right. Like, for example, the the most recent episode we watched, or the couple of episodes we watched, was uh, them doing, like, an 80s night at a, at a roller, like... Roller skate rink. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is... Which I was actually, like, hoping for... More just like just in your face 80s shit, like having a moment where you know, but it didn't come to that. But still, you know, they they squeezed it in. But the, like throughout, even if it's not like on the nose like that, they're, they're really kind of like bringing out the 80s-ness, 80s-ness yeah. and of like, it all. But they modernized it because no, like did. the fundamental stuff that you want from yeah. like you know, um. Like eighty storytelling is uh-huh. there, like old school, uh-huh. like just like the uh, the classic like morals that you right. would see, the verses, you know, type it, of thing. like th- these are tropes that you see in yeah. like you know manga or yes. in you know like movies like this. Yes, they all uh, they brought all that. Yes. into the it's modern super era. anime and, shonen manga yeah and they do uh and the show's Rivalry. not corny because um the show's not pg-13 the show's rated r okay you uh, know right like the show you know like, i mean it's clearly for our generation 
But it's for kids too. It is, you but know, because, it's also yeah. like we fucking got you. You see them being yeah. like we fucking got you to the forty somethings. You could feel the love totally, in the show, totally. but I mean, it's for kids too because like the kids. See, we talked a lot about the adults, but mm-hmm. the kids, yes, are all so charming, so good. and likable. Like yes. they found some of the most amazing actors. Like the kid they who really plays did. Miguel, uh-huh. who is kind of. The young, impressionable, you know, um, child who becomes mentored by Johnny Lawrence. Right. And he kind of, you know how that goes. He's saving Johnny. And then there's Robbie, yeah. who's the the classic delinquent yep. who is misunderstood mm-hmm. and who has a good heart. His and fucking he, heart. Of course, is Johnny Lawrence's son. Yeah. Who they, they are kind of, uh, they are separated. Right. And he becomes Daniel LaRusso's student and learns good karate right. as someone who started off corrupt yes and then miguel learns evil karate right. as someone who was pure you know yeah. and so they they subvert these tropes yeah. in a way that is it is it, it is so satisfying because mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. both kids mm-hmm. are deep and have um complexity yeah. And they're both just good kids, you know? At the heart of it all. Yeah. And so are all the kids. The girls. Yes. The, 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 the other boys, mm-hmm. you know? It's a show for, you know, like, it, even though, it, you know, that they, they have, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, like, profanity and, like, adult situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's definitely, like, if I had a kid who was, like, 12, yeah, 13, no, no, I'm like, dude, you got to watch this no, show. No, it's, like, it's definitely. You got to watch this show. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. It's, it's for everybody. Yeah, and like it was really interesting to me when in one of the latest episodes that we watched, like one of the later. We still episodes, have two more to catch yeah, up. Yeah, so in one of the later episodes in season two, where Johnny talks about there being a gray area, that was fucking. I was like, oh shit, because like literally, like right before we watched that episode, I was talking to William about how. He's operating in the gray area. Miguel, Johnny's student, is coming from, you know, the good side. And he's entering the gray area. You know, he hasn't gone full dark side, you know. But he's dipping his toes in the gray zone and kind of, but he's, like, you know, everybody's kind of struggling with their own, like, morals right you know and so it really is this like it really the show is really talking about the contrasts and the the yin and yang of it all and it isn't like oh cobra kai is the dark and and the miyagi-do is the light as I'm assuming it was kind of more very clear right, cut in the right. movie. Yeah. But thought, here it's kind it of exploring they're all like not all of them, but it they're really kind of exploring this gray area, which I yeah. feel like is such like a great way to for a show, you know, because like, you know, with the show unlike a movie, you get more time to kind of explore these things, you know, and like and even uh Daniel son. He has this, like, he is struggling to maintain the balance that he, like, uh, at certain points in the show, he'll find that balance. He's like, okay, I fucking found peace. This is the balance that I was looking for. But then he'll, like, go too hard in one way or whatever, you know. Yeah, he gets, he, he, he gets, he, he gets, gets consumed. swept up. Yeah, the, he gets consumed. The and, like, 
which right. is justifiable. Right. But with like Johnny, he's kind of fighting getting swept up. Right. You know, which is like the opposite, which is like so interesting because he Johnny is having to battle the fact that he he comes from being on the dark side, you know, and being this villain. But whenever uh they'll have like little cut scenes from the movie and stuff. But it's like he was a villain, but he was never dark. Right. Like, like most villains. Right. He was, Which I he don't was, know how much of that was conveyed in the movies. Because another, well, it wasn't because storytelling back then, right. especially in American storytelling, was very much uh, black and white, black and you white. know? And that's yeah. why we have such a hard time, I think. We're it conditioned is. to seeing mm-hmm. things uh, very diametrically as opposed to looking at the gray area. That's why I think because, this is such like a blessing. And I think that this show, show, it yeah. does honor to see, being a show that right. does, you know, take a lot from Asian culture, mm-hmm. it does. Japanese in particular, mm-hmm. uh, it does honor to Japanese culture, mm-hmm. in my opinion, to explore gray area right. because I've always felt like um, the difference between Western media mm-hmm. and Japanese media in particular, mm-hmm. which I know the most about, mm-hmm. um, is that uh, Japanese or, or rather Western media mm-hmm. is about good and evil. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese media is about two competing ideologies. Right. One just happens to win. You right, know, right. It's um, not necessarily one's good and one's bad. Right, like, you know, aside. and that's yeah. and that's closer to how it really is because one thing that they said too was Daniel LaRusso had a great line in in the show where he said that people aren't good or bad. Mm-hmm. Many of us are just taught wrong. Mm-hmm. And a big part of Miyagi-Do mm-hmm. is unlearning these wrong teachings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is a lesson that I had learned mm-hmm. you know uh, at a young age because i'm somebody who comes from therapy mm-hmm. i was you know lucky enough to be fortunate enough to be able to receive therapy mm-hmm. and because i was a troubled kid mm-hmm. and i was able to learn that uh i'm troubled mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not i'm not bad no you, you are know? very self-aware like you're one of the most self-aware people that i've met you know, I probably because of therapy. That um, felt like a very drunk compliment, and I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate. No, no, it. it's true though, because not very many people are able to kind of um, be aware of what's going on. You know, regardless of how they deal with it. You know, like having the awareness of it, 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 it you know, goes a long way. So yeah, like Johnny, like I feel like he. It's it's interesting to me, like, this is why I'm like, I need to see the movies, is because he, whenever he re- recounts shit from, like, I guess high school, mm-hmm. right, he's kind of like, he's the victim. Right. In his mind, mm-hmm. you know, um, but also I think he kind of knows what he did he's or, or what he was, right, what, and what he was Daniel involved Russo. with. And that certain things, like, he can't continue this cycle of abuse really you know and it's kind of it's really interesting because it it like at one point it really made me think about like the cycle of like i mean i don't want to say evil just because it's that's fucking dramatic but yeah. you know if we're gonna fucking say it that way the the cycle of evil versus the cycle but there of is good. a cycle and you have to There's break a cycle. You have to break that yeah because like with with uh with uh, the Dan, Dan, Daniel's son even though he has his struggles and his flaws and whatever because he fucking was taught by uh, Mr Miyagi 
um, essentially, he's able to have the teachings that he can uh, pass on to his students, whether it be Robbie or somebody else or his daughter or whatever, where it's rooted in something positive and good, you know? So he has that going for him, you know, because he was taught that way. And you can tell that the reason he's able to do this is because he was taught that way, you know? And Johnny struggles to kind of get away from the shit that he was taught. And his heart is there, but his reputation is still um, holding him back, you know, which is unfortunate, yeah. you know. It keeps coming back to haunt him. If he fucks up one little bit, Daniel's son is like, see, I knew it. You're fucking Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is evil, and I knew it. You know, yeah. and he's just like, ah, like he's really fucking trying to improve himself and for the kids because he like it really the, the fucking dealing with the kids and Miguel taught him that he can't continue. Right. The, he the he bad can't. Side. Yeah, right. Like he needs to break it. But the world is not so kind as to just let him just fucking break the cycle. That yeah. Is. Like one, like a big driver on this show mm -hmm. for how drama occurs mm -hmm. is the classic TV trope of assumption. Mm -hmm. Everyone keeps mm -hmm. making assumptions yep. and shit goes on. And you know, it is, you know, it's it's a karate soap. You know, it's it's fun. Totally. It's it, it's really Fucking fun. Dramatic. Yep. Um we have tried to be very clear to not talk about plot beats uh -huh. because some of them are so good, yeah. especially if you were a fan of the of the old films. Uh -huh. And if you were a fan of the old films, you probably caught up with this. But yeah. some of the beats are so good that like, you don't want to spoil them. Mm -hmm. You know, like they really do a lot. And I didn't think that the show was going to be any good because I kind of am biased against the idea. I, I think that there should be a statute of limitations on when you can bring some shit back. Uh -huh. like, but I do like the idea more of bringing things back that were movies as TV shows. Uh, as opposed to bringing things back as movies as movies. Like, I'm not really right. like, you know, I don't, I'm a huge fan of The Matrix. Mm -hmm. I don't need The Matrix 4. Right. Like, I'm, 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 I'm okay with not having that. I didn't, I don't think that the world would have stopped rotating if we didn't get the most recent Bill and Ted. Right. And I'm sorry for just going after Keanu Reeves. But also, man, why would you put your face on that cyberpunk game? Anyway, all right, let me stop. Keanu! Anyway, alright, let me stop. Keanu! Anyway, you know what? The other day, I was watching someone play Cyberpunk, mm -hmm. and the guy who was playing it kept saying Keanu. And it was Keanu? It was driving me crazy. Damn. It was driving me crazy. That's like how my coworker says COVID instead of COVID, and it fucking drives me crazy. COVID? COVID. I'm like, no! <laughs> it's um, been like almost a whole year! <laughs> how do you not? Everybody's saying it. That's hilarious. Um, poor, I hope your co-worker never finds Anybody it. out there saying COVID? It's not COVID, okay? Um. <laughs> COVID, okay? I'm sorry. Uh, we really did like this show, and we're really we excited for the third season. If it keeps going, oh if it keeps going with this level of writing, which is self-aware, tongue-in-cheek, uh on point. Super on point. Yep. Um it's it's uh gonna make for a really good third season. So I'm really they, excited. Yeah. They, they, they 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 just keep building it up and like I said, like man, 
they found, they have to have found some of the most talented kids that I've yeah. seen in a long time on I the show. I love those kids. Yeah. Those kids are so good. Yeah. Anyway, though, I think that we do have a question okay. from the Beer Curious yes. to wrap up with here. Yes. So let's end our year with a question All right. from the Beer Curious. All right. Question. I just learned about Colorado Colorado style Whoa. IPA. I'm sorry. <laughs> from 1623 Brewing Company. I've had IPAs from Colorado, but they've never been labeled Colorado style. Do you think this could be legit? Or is Denver trying to shoehorn a claim into an already oversaturated IPA market? This from Matt. All right. Well, thank you for your question. Mm -hmm. And to address portions of your question and eventually answer it, uh, the, the market is oversaturated, <laughs> most certainly with IPAs. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, El just Segundo just alone. alone is, right. Yeah. I know. Seriously. Uh, They're doing but, the work of uh, many others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you would think there was an IPA shortage the way El Segundo is going, going about it. Why are we our IPAs? But is it legit? I think it is. Uh, it. I think it is. Um, so this is the definition that I got for Colorado-style IPAs. Uh -huh. What is a Colorado-style IPA? It's a mix of West Coast and New England IPA. In the this best case, of both worlds. That means a touch of bittering hops mm -hmm. and a, a lot of fruity tropical hops in okay. the flavor and aroma. So I think that the bittering hops mm -hmm. are the New England ones. And the tropical ones are the West Coast ones. I thought the other way around. I mean, it, it, it makes sense the other way around because the reason why is because that's the order. It said West Coast and New England, and then it said bitter and tropical. Nah, the thing nah. is, though, when I, I, I think, think of a lot of IPAs that I've had uh -huh. from over here, and a lot of them are using hops from tropical places, mm -hmm. you know? And so that, that's why I assume that, like, when I start looking at, like, some of the hops that people are using, you know, me personally, I haven't found the distinction to necessarily even be the hops. I feel like a lot of people are experimenting with all of these hops. Totally. Um, I found the uh, distinction to be the mouthfeel, the way that it's, uh, whether it looks, like, if it's a clear. Right. And or or, or or if it's hazy, because I feel like New England style be, was those bitter IPAs that I liked. Right. And then all of a sudden, it became these weird hazy, these weird hazy. Yeah, no, you know what? It's, it, it, they were it's bitter, but also malty. And then the uh, West Coast were bitter, but juicy. Juicy, right. Right. No, it's interesting because I just took another sip of this uh, Elevated Cypher. West Coast IPA. IPA, which is totally as West Coast IPA. But I just drank it and I was like, ooh, it's juicy. You know what I mean? Like, it is juicy. Because I remember West Coast IPAs being juicy and dank, right? That's, if there was one word to describe West Coast IPAs, I feel like it would be dank, right? Yeah. Um, so. I guess you're right because the maltiness is more fruity. We've never really had uh, anything labeled a Colorado IPA. Right. I've but, had IPAs from Colorado. Like, I'm down to, I'm interested. And, like, the thing with, like, 
the, the beauty I feel like with craft beers and these, you know, whatever new uh, style pops up is that because this is craft beer, this is in and of itself already like a new experimental variation of a craft that has been going on for centuries which is beer you know i feel like you have to embrace whatever pops up oh i'm down to embrace it you know what i mean because it's i mean a hazy ipa that's fucking like how long has that been around not that long you know what i mean like none of these things have been around for that long West Coast IPAs, that wasn't even a thing. It was just IPAs. And then and then it was just like, oh, West Coast IPAs. And we're like, okay, West Coast IPAs. And then they're like, New England. And then they're like, hazy. And then whatever, you know? And it's just like, damn. aside from the aside from the, the actual, like, uh, style differences of, like, you know, a double IPA or this or that, you know, claiming West Coast or New England or or hazy or whatever i mean hazy is more just it's visually fucking hazy but claiming uh some sort of style i feel like it's already like even the oldest one is how many fucking years old right so you gotta fucking i'm i'm down my philosophy on it is that you just embrace everything that comes up you know, and we'll see what's left after however many years. But I'm not gonna be like, that's some shit that they just made up because it's like it's it's all shit we fucking all made up. You know, and I mean, you're right. You're 100 percent right. That's how I feel about it. You're 100 percent right on that yeah. because as you were saying that, I was like, damn, like there was a point where I never was like where I wasn't like a West Coast IPA. I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, and I can't even imagine that now. But, um, you know, my view of it mm-hmm. is that, like, like I said, is a thing. Uh, but, of course, it is also marketing. Totally. You know? But the most important element of it to me is I am a strong endorser of regional flavors. Yes. yes. Okay? Because I think. Drink as local. Drink, right. That's why I want to drink local. Yep. Because I am distinguishing mm-hmm. between the IPA that is being drank in Portland mm-hmm. and the IPA that is being drank in San Diego. And all the IPAs making, that fucking El Segundo is making. Right. No, yeah, yeah. Right. And IPAs that are El Segundo Brewery specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. We fucking got yeah. this. Fucking that one IPA they keep recanning. Yep. Um, delicious. Different art. Yep. It's so funny, though. Because you definitely want to, A, you want to make that distinction. Mm. And yeah. if you are a place, you want to have your distinction. Totally. You know, and, and totally. Colorado. Not everybody can do yeah. that. And Colorado has yes. been brewing. Yes. For one thing. And they also, have the Great American Beer Fest there. Right. And also Colorado is fucking cool. Like they have Aspen. You know, like they have things going on. Is that what makes them cool? Ask well, them. Well, well, I mean, look, like, like, like the dudes are jumping off ramps on snowboards. What's what's cooler than risking your life for airborneness? 
you know, that's cool, man. Yeah, you're right. You're in right, the you're snow, right. none of that is comfortable. Yeah. You have to be desired to be, you have to want to be cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It so, like, I am all for that. So, like she said, we haven't had that necessarily. I've had tons of beer from Colorado. Mm -hmm. You know, Oscar Blues. Mm -hmm. Had tons. That's why I can't name any more right now. <laughs> um, but so many, you know? Like, I mean, it's, it's definitely... On a beer map, it's one of the places yeah. that I would love to go. There, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's one of the places that I've been wanting to go to. It's yeah. been high on my list. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to go. I've been wanting to go watch Denver basketball. I've been wanting to go drink some beer. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I got to say, like, I try not to overthink it mm -hmm. when it comes to the marketing because... We're in a framework that just, that's just what it's going to be. No, and it's always it, going to, it's always going to be annoying. It's, it's like, look, necessary. yeah, it's like, you know, it's just like the ads on TV. I tune it out, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean. But as it, long as, as long as the beer is good. Exactly. So, and it's kind of a matter of like, okay, well, after when it's said and done, is it still going to be there? Did Matt say whether or not the beer was good? No, he didn't. I want to know, Matt. Yeah. Was the beer good? Right, right. That's all. How was you it? You know, was the beer good? You, um, to me, that's all that matters at the end of the day. You know, I'll talk about it. But we're going to wrap this up here. Okay? So, what I want to know from you yes. is where can they find us on the classic, the internet? Oh, it's w oh, no. as in Victor. Why is this always so hard for you? It's not hard. I want, just want to be very clear. What is the location they can find us on on Twitter and Instagram? At DrinkLocalTV. All right. And, of course, you can always find us on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. You can find us on... Spotify. I don't know. Whatever. Wherever you get your podcast, that's what they say. The podcasters, well, that's what they say. That's right. Wherever you get your podcast, we try to be there. We hope that you guys have a happy 2021. Well, yeah, you know. We've had enough of 2020. <laughs> we have high hopes for you. Low expectations. Low expectations. That's the key. You got to go in with the low expectations. And you know. Like, high hopes, low expectations. Exactly. Exactly. That's how you fucking do it. All right. That's how you do it. All right. So until then, bottoms up. Bottoms up. <laughs>